Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan Fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna Wayarudha Ashadu an la ilaha Illa allahu wahdahu La sharika lah Wa ashadu anna Muhammadan abduhu Wa rasuluh Al-Nasihul Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bisunnatihi Ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Alhamdulillah Ala ni'mat al-islami Wa sunnah All praise and thanks belong to Allah who has guided us to Islam and who has guided us to the Sunnah. All praise and thanks belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has sent to us the Qur'an. Allah jalla wa ala, he says in Surah Luqman, Alif Lam Mim Tilka ayatul kitabil hakim Allah ta'ala, he says, Alif Lam Mim. These are the verses of the wise book. These are the verses of the wise book. Imam Sa'di, Rahmatullah Alayhi, he mentions inside of his tafsir, Yashiru Ta'ala, Isharatan, Dalatan ala ta'zim. Allah Ta'ala, He points to the fact of the high status, the lofty status of this noble book and of its verses. And that is Allah Ta'ala, He says, Tilka, those are the ayat, the verses of the wise book, Al-Kitab. Al-Hakim. Al-Hikmah, wisdom, is is to put everything in its proper place. The Qur'an is a book that is precise. The Qur'an, it is a book that is perfect. The Qur'an is a book of guidance. The Qur'an is a book that is appropriate. So you will find inside of the Qur'an, Everything which points to these aforementioned meanings and more. Imam Sa'ani he says, Inna ayatahu muhkama sadarat min hakimin khabir. He said that the verses, the ayat of the Quran, then they are clear, they are perfect, they are precise, they are appropriate, they emanate. From the one who is all wise, the one who has all the information, he is all knowing, he's all informed, meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we reflect on the Quran and we reflect on the meanings that are contained therein and point to this. We will see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has given us a tremendous blessing, He has given us a tremendous treasure, He has given us that that we should be holding on to it, He has given us that that we should cherish it, He has given us that that we should be looking at it daily. 
There shouldn't a day go by except that we look inside of Allah's book. Imam Sa'di he points out some of the amazing, some of the aspects and characteristics of the Quran that points to this meaning. Imam Sa'di he says, Woman, Naam, he says in that, from that which shows the perfection of the Qur'an, that which shows the precision of the Qur'an, that which shows the appropriateness of, of the Qur'an, is that it comes in the most outstanding, the most eloquent, the best, the finest of expressions. Those expressions, the best expressions which points to the best of meanings. The best articulations which points to the most finest of meanings. This is from that which shows us the perfection of the Qur'an, the appropriate nature of the Qur'an, that which shows us the completeness of the Qur'an. And from that which shows us the perfection of the Qur'an, the wisdom of the Qur'an, the appropriateness of the Qur'an, أَنَّهَا مَحْفُوظَةً أَنَّهَا مَحْفُوظَةً مِنَ الْتَغْيِيرِ وَالتَّبْدِيرِ وَالزِّيَادَةً وَالنَّقْصِ وَالتَّحْرِيرِ is that the Qur'an which shows us the perfection of the Qur'an, the appropriate nature of the Qur'an is that the Qur'an has been protected from being altered from being changed, from being replaced, from there being additions added to it, and from there being things taken away from it. It has been changed from the meanings being altered or from the words being altered and giving an another meaning. The Qur'an has been preserved. When we look at what is looked at in this bab, we find the Qur'an is the only thing that is like it. We find that the wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only thing that is unchanged. And what enters into that bila shakku bila raib is what? The sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because the sunnah also is wahi. The sunnah also it is wahi. But we find the Qur'an is unchanged. Not a single letter, not a single vowel mark, Nothing is changed. Nothing is altered. It means now what it meant then. It's recited now as it was recited then. All of this shows you what? The completeness of the Qur'an. All of this shows you the wisdom of the Qur'an. The perfection of the Qur'an. But this being the case, with such a book being in our midst, with such a book us having access to it, would it make sense that we turn our backs on it? Or would it make sense that we cling to it, that we stick to it? And from that which shows the perfection of the Qur'an, is that the Qur'an, all of that which comes inside of it, from the information of the past, 
from that which informs us of that would happen in the past and in, in antiquity. Likewise, that which will happen in the future. And those affairs from the unseen, all of it agrees with reality. It all coincides with reality. لم يخالفها لم يخالفها كتاب من كتب الإلهي There is not a contradiction between the Quran and between the other divine revealed books. There's no contradiction. And how could there be? They all emanate from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَلَمْ يُخْبِرْ بِخِلَافِهَا And we have not been informed or it has never been mentioned a contradiction. A contradiction to it. There's never been a prophet who has come with something that was contrary to it. There's never been a prophet who has come with something that was in contradiction to it. There's never been a prophet that has mentioned and has come with something that was different than the Quran. All of the Anbiya, they came with La ilaha illallah. All of the Anbiya, their creed, their aqidah was one. It was the same. And there will never come any knowledge. There has not come and there will never come any knowledge that is tangible, nor any type of sound intellect in that which is rational, that is correct, that will contradict that which the Quran points to. It will never happen. It has never happened and it will never happen. Why? Because this is the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ayat, ayat of the wise book, the Quran. Alhamdulillah, Allah Jalla wa'ala, He has guided us to Islam. Alhamdulillah, Allah Jalla wa'ala, He has revealed to us the Quran. It is incumbent that we stick to it. It is incumbent that we live our lives in accordance to it. It is incumbent that we give to it a portion of our day every day. It is incumbent that we read it, we reflect over it, we contemplate over it, we, re we recite it, we memorize it, and we act in accordance to it. That we understand it correctly and act in accordance to it. This is incumbent when we understand something of the reality of the Qur'an. Why will we not want to be like this? فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد الحمد لله على نعمة الإسلام والسنة All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the Sunnah All praise and thanks belong to Allah عز وجل for sending down the Quran ومن إحكامها and from the perfection of the verses of the Qur'an, from the perfection of the Qur'an, from 
the completeness of the Quran, Annaha ma amarat bi shayt, illa huwa khalis, illa huwa khalis, al maslaha, aw rajihha. Allah has not sent down any command, and it's important for us to understand. Allah Jalla wa'ala has not sent down any command inside of the Qur'an. There does not come inside the verses of the Qur'an any commandment except that it is completely good or predominantly good. Every command that we have, everything that we are commanded to do, everything that is halal, that is permissible, you will find that it is either completely good, 100%, or predominantly. The benefit in it is overwhelmingly beneficial in it. Naam? When we reflect on this, we realize that everything we are commanded to do is for our good. We will benefit from it. Our lives will be enhanced from it. Because we have never been commanded to do something that is harmful. We have never been commanded to do something that will be detrimental to us. We have never been commanded to do something where the harms will outweigh the benefit. But everything that we are commanded to do is either 100% benefit or there is a predominant benefit in it. And never has anything been prohibited except that it is 100% evil or it is predominantly evil. It's either 100% evil or the harms of it outweigh the benefit of it. When one reflects upon this, he realizes that what we need in our lives is to implement the rules that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent down to us to live our lives by way of them. Because there is nothing that is haram except that in us staying away from it, we save ourselves from harm. Except that doing it is bad for us. Either 100% bad or predominantly bad. وَكَثِيرًا and often inside of the Quran, كَثِيرًا مَا يَجْمَعُ بَيْنَ الْأَمْرِ بِالشَّيْءِ مَعَ ذِكْرِ حِكْمَةِ وَفَائِدَةِ And often inside of the Quran, when we are commanded with something, it is coupled with explaining the benefit, explaining the wisdom. And often in the Quran, وَالنَّهِي عَنِ الشَّيْءِ that when we are prevented from something, it is mentioned the harms of it. Why we are to stay away from it. The benefit is staying away from it. And explain to us why we should want to stay away from it because of the harm that is contained therein. This is a tremendous benefit because it gives solace to the heart. It gives solace to the heart. It makes one feel at ease. That when he is commanded with something he understands, he sees the benefit in it. He knows the wisdom of it. Or something from the wisdom of it. And how it is beneficial for him. 
And likewise, when they are prohibited from something, they see something of the danger in it. So this is an encouragement to stay away from it. And thus brings us to the next point, which shows the benefit, which shows the completeness of the ayat, of the verses of the Qur'an. وَمِنْ أَحْكَامِهَا أَنَّهَا جَمَعَتْ بَيْنَ التَّرْغِيبِ وَالتَّرْهِيبِ Is that the Qur'an, it combines between encouraging us to do stuff and discouraging us from other things. Encouraging to do the good, discouragement from the bad. And extremely powerful admonishments. Extremely touching and powerful admonishments. That which will get the soul to be upright. That which will level out the soul and get it to be upright. That which will get the soul to level off, get the soul to be upright, get the soul to be good, and thus wanting and desiring that which is good, being level and moderate, doing that which is good, staying away from that which is evil, and thus sticking to the guidance, sticking to that which is good for it, staying away from that which is evil for it. All of this comes inside of the, the Qur'an. وَمَنْ أَحْكَامِهَا And from that which shows the completeness of the Qur'an. That which shows the completeness of the Qur'an. أَنَّكَ تَجِدْ آيَاتُهَا أَنَّكَ تَجِدْ آيَاتَهَا مُكَرِّرًا Is that you find that his verses are oft-repeated. They repeat. Ma'am. So you, you're, you're being reminded in one place of something you read in another place. It's repeated. Which enhances its beauty. Which enhances its benefit. Which enhances that which the reader, the listener, the memorizer and the like walks away from it. You find inside the Quran there are stories. And you find inside the Quran that there are rules and regulations. All of this repeated. Mentioned here. From one aspect, mentioned there, from another aspect, so on and so forth. And other and likewise, and like this. From that which shows you the completeness of it is that what? Is that they all agree. Off repeat it, but it agrees. Although in this place some aspects may be mentioned that are not mentioned in that place, the stories coincide. The rules and regulations, they coincide. The guidance of it coincides. You don't find inside of the Qur'an certain portions of it contradicting other portions of it. Naam. Alhamdulillah, the Muslims, we can say this. The Christians, they cannot say this. The Jews, they cannot say this. Because their books have been altered. Their books have been changed. Their books have had things added to it and taken away from it. So you find contradictions in it. Alhamdulillah for Islam and the Sunnah. Such a people on such a point of way of life, how can they trust anything? How can they trust to know what they're doing is correct? Alhamdulillah, the Muslims, we don't have those problems. Alhamdulillah. Because it all agrees. There is no contradiction. It all agrees. All of it agrees. All of it coincides. It all agrees. 
There is not inside of it any contradiction. And there is inside of it no differing. It all agrees. Every time the one who is has insight, he reflects on the Quran, he increases in a reflection upon the Quran, increases in his reflection upon the ayat of the Quran, and he works his brain, his brain works and it operates and it gets to moving and in motion, contemplating and thinking and pondering and reflecting, except that you will find that the intellect is increased. Except that you will find that intellect is increased. A person he wants to become smart. A person says he wants to increase the intellect. A person she says she wants to increase her intellect. She wants to get smart and so on and so forth. And so you have people they download apps to help with brain memory and this and that and that and that. Huh? You want to be smarter? You want to be more intelligent? You want to increase your intelligence? Then study the Quran. Reflect on the Quran. Understand properly the Quran. And all of the sciences that are needed to understand the Quran, you will increase your intelligence. Because you will find there is none on the, on the, on, 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 there is no person on the surface of the earth that is more intelligent than what? Than the ulama of Islam. Than those ulama of the kitab and the sunnah. On the understanding of the Sahaba, there is no individuals, no intellectuals that are finer in intellect than them. Anybody that is deprived of that, although they may be smart from one aspect, you find they are complete morons from another. Reflect on the intellectuals from the Kuffar. Very smart over here, a complete idiot over there. Very smart here, but doing things that complete destruction over there. So how smart could he really be? How intelligent could he really be? Yes, salam. It will increase a person's intelligence. And the more they study it, it will increase. It will, it, 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 it will bring amazement to the mind, amazement to the intellect. This is the best brain training. This is the best training for your mind and for your intellect. Is to what? Study the Quran. Understand the Quran. Connect yourselves to the sciences of the Quran. So on and so forth. Instead of wasting time upon this, upon that, social media, looking at this, watching that. Increase. Increase in those things which will help you understand the Quran. Increase. These are just from the things which shows us the beauty of the Quran. Allah Ta'ala goes on to say in the next ayah, a guidance and a mercy for the good doers. A guidance and a mercy for those who are good doers. Ya ibadullah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from the good doers. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who benefit from the Quran. To make us of those who live their lives in accordance with the Quran. To make us of those who their lives are increased, that are enhanced by the guidance of the Quran. Because the Qur'an bila shak bila right, it is a guidance and it is a mercy. It is a guidance and it is a mercy. Alhamdulillah, all the crazy stuff going on in the world, all the turmoil inside the world, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent to us a book that is a guidance. It will navigate us through these treacherous times. It is a mercy, that mercy we need in times where Allah al-Musta'an, we are most need of mercy. هذا فاقيم الصلاه